Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? <laughs> no way! Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable. So thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Paige Killian, and today I would like to discuss how our refrigerator's looking. I'm going to share a little bit about mine, and I'm also going to talk to you about how to really organize and style that fridge so it is working best for you and your whole entire family or roommates or in-laws, who, whoever, <laughs> whoever is sharing that refrigerator with you these days. And I'm going to talk to you about how to do it in three simple steps. So if you've been following me for a while, you may have heard about my three E's philosophy. And those three E's are your essentials, enhancements, and extras. So why don't we start off briefly talking about what those might look like for you. And then we're going to get to the bottom of some of the best practices for our fridge. Okay. All right. So I like to start off always with the essential being the purge, and that's getting rid of anything that's not being used. In this case, getting rid of anything that's not being eaten. Or I'm curious, is your freezer full of things like cold packs or uh, what do you call them? Boo-boo buddies? I feel like that like, did you guys ever call that with your littles or are you in that stage right now where if anybody gets hurt, you just run over and you get the little circular gel pack that's frozen and it's called a boo-boo buddy. We have a couple of those still lingering. I finally threw a little one away. That was the frozen thing because I think my kids are just like over frozen. Every now and then we, you know, crank up, let it go. But for the most part, we were done. 
And that's exactly what I'm talking about. When was the last time you sort of did like a fridge freezer inventory? And you know what I wasn't expecting to talk about, but we got to throw this in too, is how many of you have like the old big deep freeze? That's what Meemaw used to call it. <laughs> how many of you've got a freezer that is just uh, dedicated to all of your frozen meats that's maybe in the garage or something? Some people may have the space to have a larger freezer that's separate from your regular, maybe in your kitchen, your fridge and freezer. But the point is sometimes when we have more space, we start collecting things that we just don't need. And so this is the perfect opportunity to get very honest about what is living in your fridge these days. So I would like to suggest that if you are going to be reorganizing your pantry, or not your pantry, I did that one already. Have you guys heard that one? Hashtag pantry goals, go back and check that out. That was at the early onset of the pandemic. That was when we were all like, pretending like we weren't hoarding because we weren't supposed to hoard, you know, canned beans and pastas and rices and all the dry things so we could shove into that pantry, right? All right. So I tackled that early in the days of the podcast. And now that we're settling in a little bit more, we're back to food again. So for your fridge, I was saying, just get really, really clear about what's living there and what we just don't need. So are you putting in a ton of things in your freezer that because they're freezer foods, they just kind of linger there forever. So do a quick purge of that if we're starting from scratch. What I always say, this is what I say about pantry or closet or any area, is if you're going to get serious about this, you need to take everything out. Now let's do that carefully because if you get distracted... <laughs> You don't want freezer and fridge food sitting out on the countertops for a long time. So, you know, be mindful of that. I would say clear out a couple shelves at a time and really just designate a short amount of time and say, hey, kids, I'm going to do this. If you want to help, great. If not, get out of the way respectfully because I'm going to tackle this and make it look great quickly and easily. So with that purge, you're going to drag over the garbage can and you're going to get rid of anything you just know that has either expired, right? This is time to go through the condiments and all of that stuff. The, the things that live in your door, the things that have gotten buried down in those drawers, get them out of there because you're not going to eat them. If there's anything that is still perfectly good and you bought it and the expiration date is not quickly approaching and you're just like, you know what, I'm going to share this with the friends next door or next door neighbors or, oh, uh, we've got a party coming up, so I'm going to make sure that this is something that I'm just going to make for the party because I don't think I'm going to hang on to it for much longer. So that's definitely something I will tell you this. I had ordered, I'm not going to say which one you can, you can private message me and I'll let you know which one I had actually ordered from a place, uh, during all of the pandemic stuff when we were doing the homeschooling thing, thinking, you know what, let's do a food service that if I just feel like microwaving it real quick, it's going to be super easy. I will tell you it's not daily harvest. I love daily harvest, but I did take a chance on another one and I was disappointed and they were all freezer foods. And I said, you know what, I'm going to stop this order right now. They weren't all terrible by any means, but they just, my kiddos weren't eating them and I wasn't loving them either. So that had to go. So if you have a delivery service or if you just keep buying the same stuff that you're not actually eating, get rid of it. Just say goodbye. I'm going to say now that freezers can really be 
the culprit of housing things for far too long, simply because they have a longer shelf life, freezer shelf life, that is, because they're frozen. So a couple things that go in your freezer are either, you know, those meals that you're just going to buy and freeze that will hang out for a little while, or they're going to be things that maybe you batch and you make in large amounts that you're going to throw in some freezer bags and you're going to stick up there. And then sometimes you're just like, ah, I, I didn't label that. I have no idea what that is. I didn't put a date on it. I didn't know what that is, but sure. It could just hang back in the back. No, you're not going to use it. <laughs> you're not, you're not going to eat it and you're not going to give it to anybody else to eat it because you're questioning if you need to eat it or not. So that first step, really the purge, it is so important to get rid of stuff and don't continue to buy things, whether it's a delivery service that you've had that just wasn't your favorite, stop that delivery service and finish out those last things because you don't want those to go to waste. And then really be mindful when you go to purchase things, making sure that the things that you're purchasing are actually things that are going to get eaten. All right. And I'm not saying don't try anything new. I'm just saying like maybe those new things, don't try those all at the same time where you have a million new things and you're just like, I don't even want that. I want the same old stuff that I always eat. So definitely have that serious, honest conversation with yourself about that. Additionally, are you guys cleaning out your fridge and freezer shelves regularly? What's regularly? I don't do it once a week, but Every few weeks, I really do take quite a bit out and I give it a good scrub down with some soap or some spray cleaner. Do keep that in mind because sometimes you don't even see things that might leak out and just keeping a clean fridge, that's going to also kind of require you to do that purge continuously where you're just like, all right, I got everything out. I need to go ahead and take a look before I put this stuff back in. So I would definitely say keep up with it as you can. Those drawers will actually come completely out. So if you're just taking like a wet paper towel and wiping it down occasionally, great. But every now and then pop those actual drawers out carefully. You can just do a little lift up. They should come out so you can get a good scrub on that. In addition to the cleaning it out and scrubbing it out fairly regularly and the purge, I do want to say whenever you're talking about the three E's, a lot of times the enhancement I say is your, uh, your donation or your sale. If you're finding that something in your refrigerator, you may be purchased because you thought, Oh, this is a cool bin that I've seen on Pinterest or I've seen on, you know, somebody's Instagram page and it looks really cute and it's got a cute label on it or whatever. And you're finding that you're setting <laughs> your items beside that bin. <laughs> if, if that bin isn't working for you, go ahead and get rid of it. So now is the time to maybe donate that to a friend or even just revisit that Pinterest page that inspired you to purchase it on the front end and say, you know what? I need to get back. I need to get back to actually using this because it is actually helpful in this space. So again, be honest with that. If those containers are just making you cray cray, you don't have to have the nice clear plastic or acrylic glass containers that you pull out and have pretty labels on. If that's not working for you, you can eliminate that from your fridge. There are some really lovely, clean, organized containers. <laughs> I just lost the word <laughs> containers. Oh my gosh. What, what my whole business is about, what, what's going on with me. Uh, there are some containers that Maybe you have purchased with those great goals, but they're just not working for you. So go ahead and get rid of those. But I will tell you, now that we're all the way 
to the third step, which is the organizing and styling of that particular space with those bins, now it's time to really think about what bins do make sense. Okay. So we've got essential purge, get rid of that stuff and really put boundaries about what you're choosing to put in your fridge or the deep freeze over and over again. Be really real about that. Then your enhancement is the donation or the sale, getting rid, sharing those items that are just not working for you, but are perfectly fine. Give those to other people, check that off your list. And when you've got this great blank slate of a fridge and it's cleaned out, it is time to organize it. And I want to tell you about a couple of my favorite things that work really well in refrigerators, but here's my confession. I don't always use those. I find sometimes that when you put a lot of those bins in your refrigerator, a lot of times you're buying things that are little bits of different shapes every time. And if they don't fit, then you've sort of backed yourself into a corner and you're like, all right, what do I do? So do I take the bin out and then I like shove it on the counter until we finish eating this or do I? So here's what I suggest. And by the way, anybody in that boat, did you have these lofty goals of making your fridge Pinterest worthy and you've got these containers and you're like, these containers are not even working for me. Well, here's what I want to suggest that you do. Definitely look for inspiration everywhere. I love the stuff that the home edit does for refrigerators because it's so aesthetically pleasing. And they've got some really great items that I love using for my clients. A couple of them I have in my fridge as well. And those you can find at the container store. Now, I love the container store and I will sing its praises all day long. But I will also say that a lot of the items that the container store sells, you can find them other places too. So if you don't want to go there, feel free to check out Target or Amazon even. Lots of these places have the exact same things that I'm talking about. And you can even order them direct from those websites as well. So Here's what I love. If you go to the container store, they have a line called iDesign, and it's also additionally called the Linus. That brand and that particular style, I really love for refrigerators. So one of the things that I want you to consider with your fridge is that your shelves usually in your refrigerator are movable. So if you happen to move into a place that had an existing fridge, whether you're renting or you bought it, and there was already a lovely refrigerator there, or maybe, maybe not so lovely, <laughs> ours is not our favorite, but it works, so we're grateful. Those shelves that have been preset by somebody, even if you get a brand new one and your fridge shows up and it's got shelves, don't feel like you have to keep those shelves right where they are. And you can even move these shelves as it lives in your home. So you might end up finding that in summertime, maybe you're doing parties and you need to pop a shelf out or you need to raise a shelf up and put in some deep platters. And then down below, you're going to have like the tall bottles that are standing up because you're, maybe you're drinking a little bit more, <laughs> whatever you're drinking. Uh, maybe you might have some of those taller bottles because you're feeding a crowd. And so don't be afraid to pop those shelves out and move them around. That's something that you don't have to necessarily commit to for the whole life of your refrigerator. All right. So one of the things that you can also do is you can find some wire shelves that are coated in a, a white coating container store has those that will actually make an additional shelf. So like, let's say you got a birthday party coming up or something and you want to do a cake. And so you want to have, you know, maybe you've got currently a large open space in your fridge and 
before maybe you put those drinks in or something. Now you're like, okay, I got a birthday cake or I've got two birthday cakes or something and I need to slide those in. You can easily insert one of those wire coated shelving units. Pop that in temporarily, put your cake on the top of that and you can still put in, you know, maybe you want to have some little LaCroix waters or some sodas or something that you're sliding in, water bottles, things like that underneath that's a little bit shorter. That's an option. And that's something that can stay in your fridge. So easy to wipe clean. That's something that can stay in your fridge all the time, or it's a great temporary solution if you need to make some extra shelves for whatever's going on. So check that out for sure. As I was saying, the iDesign Linus specific brand, I really like that because there are a couple different ways that they have the styling of it at the container store specifically. One has an actual cutout open handle that you can slide your hand in and pull it out. There's another one that looks like almost like a, a rounded lip on it. And that's a place that you can tuck your little fingertips underneath and pull out. The reason that those are so great is because oftentimes our refrigerators are pretty deep and you can maximize that space and not lose the stuff that's back in the back and be able to pull that out. Oh, and I should note, those are great for if you have chalk labels. Um, do, have you guys tried a chalk pen yet? I talked about it earlier. In fact, I think it was on the, the Pantry Goals episode. If you've never tried a chalk label, that would be the, or chalk pen rather, that would be the pen. I get mine from Container Store, but you can get them anywhere. Michael's has these too. And it's kind of like that old school if you ever made those t-shirts that you could write on with the paint pens. So it's the same thing. And what you do is you just give it a good shake, shake, shake. Cause if you open it up, you might be like, oh, mine's, mine's dead. It's totally dried out. It doesn't work. No, it's going to seem like that. And then you give it a really good shake and you'll hear that rattle inside and then you can pump it. I usually take like a paper towel or a napkin and I pump it or a piece of paper. And then all of a sudden the the chalk ink comes out. So you can actually use that. Those are really great because then you can wipe that. They're not going to come off as easy as like a dry erase marker. They'll dry on there. And then if you want to change it, so let's say you've chosen it because you would like to label it meats. And so you, you put meats on there, or if there's a particular meal that you're going to be doing that week or something, and you want to label it great. And then you just take a wet paper towel. Oftentimes it's water will take it off or you can put a little soap on and scrub it off. So that's really cool. Anybody feel like you don't want to label stuff because you think like, I buy something different every week and I don't want to get boxed into that particular label. That is a great thing to use, the old chalk pen labeling. That is a good thing. So that's fantastic. If you guys haven't tried that, check it out. Those are really fun to use. And you can use those all over your house, but they are really especially helpful because a lot of us have the clear drawers in our refrigerator, those are especially helpful to put right on there and then easy to change your mind if you have new foods. Additionally, I would suggest reminding you that if you're having an issue with your fridge, if you're having an issue with the freshness of your fruits, veggies, or things getting freezer burn, don't forget to check back if you don't have the particular warranty or the paperwork that came with that fridge or freezer, you can look it up online, check out which one you have and look it up online, but see what is a good reasonable setting for yours to be on because maybe the temperature is just off. And how many times have your kiddos gone in there and been like, Hey, what's this cool little dial? And you're like, why, why is everything in my fridge sweating right now? And then you realize somebody 
got in there and <laughs> was messing with the little dial. I walked in one day and Duke had the door open and he was just pushing on, off, on, off, on off, the light. And I'm like, bud, what are you doing? And he goes, did you know there's a light that goes off when you close the refrigerator? Yeah, look at this. I'm thinking, how long has he been standing there <laughs> doing this? Did you go, did you guys grow up with the dad who sees you open the fridge for two seconds or open the front door for two seconds? And he's like, we're not air conditioning the whole neighborhood. Close the door. Did you guys, is that my, I don't know. My dad said that a couple of times. Hi dad. Uh, so I found myself saying like, guys, we're, we are not air conditioning the entire house. Close the refrigerator door. What is going on? So yeah. And that's another thing too. When you have an organized and styled fridge that you can see things at a glance, you're not standing there forever with the door open. Additionally, I will say that if you are finding that perhaps I did an episode early, early on inspired by one of my book chapters called the cost of disorganization. I think that was even episode two. You could be losing some money because you're sinking a lot of money into those foods that are either getting shoved way back there and you're losing them, you know, with the space where all of the food goes to die, or maybe you're not putting proper labels on things. Like I said, if you're putting things in your freezer and you're not labeling them with a good old Sharpie, if you got the, you know, the freezer bag, and then you, you need to put what it is, you need to put the date on it. And then it's a good idea. Even if you're thinking, you know what, I don't even want to think the day that I decide to pull this out. And you might even want to jot down some notation about like how to cook it. So bringing those items back to life, you know? So it's definitely important to get really real with the stuff that you're sinking into your fridge and freezer because you could be losing money. It could actually be costing you if you're feeling disorganized. Now, I did mention that you don't necessarily have to have all of these bins. I wanted to suggest some of my favorites. If you choose to, I do want you to consider that a lot of these come as an open container. And what happens then is you may actually be losing valuable space. Just like I talked about maximizing your vertical space. Maybe what you want to do is actually get one container that has a top on it. So you could actually rest things on top of that. So that's something to think about. Again, that iDesign Linus brand is really great for that at the container store. And you can also find iDesign stuff in other places as well. So just look that up. So again, make sure if you're getting those containers, you're thinking, what size do I want? Actually, Home Edit now has one that I really like, and it is, it's that long, deep one that goes far back so you're not losing things, but it's narrow. So it's the narrow long one. That one is great for if you've got the canned items or just any little things, or even if you just want to throw in like some long carrot and celery stalks, that one has a lot of great uses, but I highly recommend also doing some of the larger, wider containers that have the handle that you can pull out because inevitably you're going to have the food that's like an odd shape and size that you're going to want to put in the larger one. And if it doesn't fit in the larger one, again, then you're left with like, okay, so what? Do I just like take the bin out and then it sits out on the counter for a week and a half and makes me crazy until I make that meal? You know what I'm saying? Thinking of these things ahead, that's a good idea. And really, if you're going to go with these pull-out drawers, the whole idea behind it is grouping like items. So if you choose to not have these containers, I think you just get really good at remembering what you've put in there and get very vigilant about, you know, getting down low and 
getting your eyeballs back there and making sure you are not losing anything back there. And then just again, grouping like items. So keeping vegetables together, keeping drinks together, keeping eggs together. That's another thing to consider too. If you've got eggs and it already comes in an egg carton that perhaps you've either gotten from a friend who has a farm or if they're yours, or if you've gotten from a store, really think about where is going to be the best place that I can slide these eggs in here. That's a good one that you can tuck in kind of one of those longer shelves because you know what's on the other side. It's just, you know, 11 more eggs. Like <laughs> you might see, well, I guess that would be 10, but you might see those first couple up front and you know, that's what's going on. That's kind of the idea behind maybe making the choice to go ahead and get a long, clear container that's going to house some of those things because that way you can slide it out. So you're actually seeing what's going on behind there. Uh, I think the final thing that I haven't talked about is what you're keeping in your door. And I would just suggest to be really good about saying, you know what, I don't need 1000 dressings and hot sauces and condiments. I'm just going to choose my favorites. And that's what we're going to have for the next month or two. I don't know how long these condiments last in your house. They may last through the duration of the expiration date, but I will tell you, my husband is a hot sauce lover and he will give him those as gifts. If he goes out of town, a lot of times he'll get new hot sauces. And then he even will have a subscription sometimes where he'll be getting several of those. He actually just did this the other day. So I have to get to his credit. I will a lot of times say, Hey, make sure before you throw some of the new ones in there, can you just check the old ones and toss out what you're not using? Or if you're just over it and maybe it's in there and it's still going to stay good for a little while, but you know, you're not going to use it, squeeze out the remainder, recycle the container, and then pop in the new one. So those are things to consider. If you're a person who saves the little packets of condiments that you get from like fast food places or takeout or something, that's not a problem. But a couple things I would just have you note is don't have them freely open. So definitely keep those in a little clear plastic storage bag, or maybe you've got a small container that you can pop open and close. And then really just consider the amount. Do you need 8,000? I, <laughs> I feel like even if you had a party with a hundred people, you still wouldn't need that many. So for sure, that is something to consider. Do you have them in abundance? And is that truly necessary? So that's it for today. I hope that helps. I think the purge is really important that I think we get kind of maybe lazy about. I'm going to say late. I'll call myself out. So if it's not you, just ignore that part. But I get a little lazy about that sometimes. So I like to really go through every few weeks and make sure that it's super cleaned out. Additionally, I feel a lot better about it uh, when that happens. And then finally, just putting in for that final step, just putting in the organization that really makes sense for you. So don't just do it because it looks like, oh, that's so cute. I want my fridge to look like that. If it doesn't actually fit your style. And, you know, we've talked about style on this show where it doesn't just mean like aesthetically if something is pleasing, it really means like, what is your style? Are you a person who is very vigilant, very good about you know, being discerning and taking things away and cleaning things up and putting things in their proper place. If you are, grab all those cute bins. If you really are kind of like a shove in, toss in, <laughs> squeeze in <laughs> person, maybe those bins might not be the best idea unless you're buying really large ones and they don't have tops. Because if you're going to be not so 
proactive in really properly putting things away in the right place, maybe it does make sense to just do away with all those containers and really just focus on grouping things in like items, not overbuying, paying attention to what's going in the back, and then labeling anything that goes in your freezer that's not already coming with a label. So hopefully that helps, guys. I don't know. How about you? I think I'm going to do a little, I'll definitely do a fridge and freezer purge, a good look back. But I think maybe this weekend is the weekend that I pull everything out and do a really good wipe down and get very clear on making sure that the things that are in my fridge and freezer are stuff that we're eating and definitely not losing money on. So hope you guys are having an amazing summer and I look forward to talking to you next time about some other fun place to get organized in three simple steps. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Mom's Organization Motivation Podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everythingwithstylemom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes, that's Apple Podcasts now, and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing.